0: That's a l l b i r d s. dot com code super twenty four. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.
2: That's right. Chumbacasino. has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-ch-
0: Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger original air date. Is December 18th, 1946, and the title is Help by Wire. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Fiery horse with the speed of light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty high Oh, silver. The Lone Ranger. <laughs> The town of Big Spring came into existence only because the stagecoaches found it convenient to stop at the supply of fresh cold water that inspired the town's name. The station and stables became the center of the town's activity. The rest of the buildings on the main street were a phase, a few offices, and a general store. Hank Doby. The station master spent most of his time between stages on the porch of the station, and there was little that went on in town that Hank didn't know.
3: You see, Mr. Slotkin, most everyone stops by to sit for a while just like you have.
1: And swap news, huh, Hank? Yep. <coughs> I
3: we a man can learn a lot just sitting and listening. It's a doggone shame young Jackson can't say that. Jackson? Clem Jackson's boy. His name's Bob. That's him approaching over yonder.
1: Yeah. Oh, he seems to be in a hurry.
3: Crazy oh, young oh, tornado is yeah. always in a hurry. Get up there. I never saw the like of him for oh. being restless. <laughs> Look at him fanning that paint horse of his. Oh, boy, ho, ho there, ho! Why, it even oh, rein up like other people that has to pull the horse rearing right up on the hind legs. Hi, Mr. Dovey. Bob, Ma's been asking about you. Where in Tarnation have you been since yesterday? Had read it, you had to worry it.
4: Oh, she knew I was going to Red Rock
3: to see Aunt Cassie. Yeah. Only thing is, you didn't see your Aunt Cassie. Hey, and... hey. Hey, hello, Sam. Your ma knows it. Because your Aunt Cassie come here. Now we ain't tarnation your been? Golly, Mr. Dobie, you should have seen what I saw. When I got as far as Red Rock,
4: I heard that men were stringing telegraph lines across the Huntsback Range. Sure you went on from Red Rock to watch them, was Eddie. You bet Figured Ma wouldn't worry as long as she wasn't expecting the bank.
3: <laughs> Telegraph. More waste than the public money.
4: Oh, gee, that's not waste, Mr. Dobie. Well, that's a wonderful thing. We can get news from Chicago and New York the same day it
3: happens. Can't see as that'll help matters none. What's the good of knowing what happens in Chicago and New York? But golly, a message travels along those wires just like lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me, I don't yeah. like lightning. What's more, I don't believe it. Okay, speaking of news... I'm yeah, a darn sight more interest in what happens over at Red Rock than what happens in the East. Did you pick up anything?
4: Well, Yeah, I guess I did. The people over in Red Rock are talking about Blue Eagle. Blue Eagle? That's the Apache. Yeah, that's right.
3: Oh, you know John Slotkin, don't you, Bob, from the Big hook Gold Mine?
4: I guess i seen you in town a couple of times, Mr. Slotkin. That's right. What's this about Blue Eagle? Well, uh, there's a rumor that his band of Apaches has been seen.
3: Jargon! <laughs> I don't like that.
4: Oh, they'd never come here. There's nothing worth stealing, Big Spring.
3: Unless you think a chest of gold's not worth stealing. A uh,
1: chest of gold, you say, Hank? Yeah.
3: Some of the mines up in the hills have had better luck than you've had, Slutkin.
1: So it seems.
3: that will be downright relieved when the chest is aboard the next outgoing stage.
1: I don't think you need to worry about the Indians as much as you do about the renegade whites. You'd better not let too many people know you've got that gold. Oh, that reminds hey. me.
4: What's that, Bub? I heard something else over in Red Rock. There's been a
1: masked man seen around there. Hello, Alma. Say, a masked man? Yes, sir. And he's
3: traveling with an Indian. Maybe it's one of the Apaches, one of Blue Eagles' men. Eternation. I wonder if them glutes that brought the gold in here have been doing some talking.
1: It's always a bad situation when an outlaw white can team up with a band of outlaw redskins. He's
3: doggone right, Slucky. If
1: that masked man's got wind of your chest of gold, you may have Indian trouble on your
3: hands. I got to worry. I got plenty to worry about. Uh, you see what I mean by saying it don't help them to, to know the news of other parts? I'd rather, Bob, if you hadn't fetched that news from Red Rock, I, I wouldn't have had to worry about a Marish man of Blue Eagles Apaches. Now I know about him, now I gotta worry. Well,
4: golly, Mr. Dobie, if you're gonna have trouble, isn't it better to know ahead of time?
3: Go on, clear out of here. Clear out, you young scamp. Go on home to your ma, so she'll stop worrying about where you are. Clear out of you get!
4: All right, I'll get.
3: If Clem Jackson was alive, he'd keep that young critter to home.
1: Hank, are you really worried about what he said?
3: Well, I don't like the sound of outlaws and savages when I got gold in my station. Gee, I wonder who in took it that masked man is. <laughs>
2: Hank Doby didn't realize that the masked man in question was by no means an outlaw. Neither was the Indian with him, a savage member of Blue Eagle's band of Apaches. The masked man was the Lone Ranger, and his companion was the Indian known as Tonto. It was after dark when the two approached the town of Big Spring. They came to the top of a small hill and saw the little community in the valley ahead.
5: Oh, Oh, fella. Oh, fella. Not much of a community, Tonto doesn't look like the place a man like Drexel would choose for a hideout. Mm, that's right. If he did go into a town like that, the chances are everyone in town would know it. Ah, everyone in town like that know when stranger comes. He'll ask a few questions to find out. And maybe better me ask questions. All right, Tonto. will save me the trouble of taking off the mask and getting into a disguise. That's right. Shouldn't ask questions with a mask on my face. Um, me see house with lights this side town. Go ahead, Tonto. See what you can learn there. I'll wait for you. Get him up, Scout.
4: Oh, golly, Mama. I'm sure sorry I worried you. I figured you wouldn't look for me until today.
1: Just like your father used to be, Bob. I reckon I can't blame you. Well, I
4: did want to see that telegraph building. While I was over in Red Rock, it seemed like a good chance to ride a little farther. I know. You wouldn't have been worried if Aunt Cassie hadn't just happened to come here.
1: It's all right, son. Don't say no more about it. But in the future... Wait a minute, Ma. Oh, I thought I heard a horse been reined up. You did?
4: I wonder who it is. The door. You stay where you are, Mom. I'll answer it. Well, what do you... An Indian, Ma?
1: A me, friend. What do you want here? Me look for a man named Drexel. Maybe him come to Big Spring. Maybe you see him.
4: I don't know anyone named Drexel.
2: You see
1: stranger in
4: town? There's been no stranger in town I know of. Who sent you here? Why are you looking for a man named Drexel?
5: Him, outlaw. What?
4: You mean to say you're looking for an outlaw? Ah. Well, we got no time for outlaws, or Indians for that matter. Bob, Are wait you... a minute. That Indian... Indian?
1: You skedaddle. Clear out and do it fast. Oh, you're not friendly.
5: You doggone right! I'm
1: not
4: friendly. Bob, leave that gun where it is. It's all right,
1: Ma.
4: I know what I'm doing. This gun's loaded, Indian. And I can use it. Now you go. Ah. Me go. There. Bob, you didn't have to be that way. With Blue Eagle and his outfit around here, Mom. But you said he was in the vicinity of Red Rock. Well, he could have come here. Oh, I do declare you're the most suspicious. Now what are you going to do? See where that Indian goes. Hey, Mom, Come here, quick. Look. Bob, what's the matter? Look over yonder. Over huh? there in the moonlight. The Indian had a partner. See him? Right over there, sitting on the white horse. The two of them are talking. Oh. And the man on the white horse is masked. Great Dave. There, the two people were talking about in Red Rock. Both over. I gotta do something about this, Mom, and right away. Now, Bob. I gotta get my hat. Where are you going? I'm gonna tell Hank Dovey. He's a deputy law. He can get men out after that masked man in the Indian.
3: Are you sure about
4: that, Bob? you bet I am, Mr. Dovey. And when those two left our place, they rode toward the north.
3: I came here because you're the deputy sheriff. Well, I'll get Parsons. He can go with me. Likewise, John Slucky. I thought he was at the Big Hope Mine. Well, he spent the night in town. We'll start out right away to investigate that masked man and his engine parts. Well, I'm going with you.
2: Stone Ranger and Tonto had ridden only a short distance after leaving Bob Jackson's home. They had rained up in a small woods where Tonto started kindling a fire while the masked man chopped wood into small pieces. I'm sure
5: Drexel is someplace in this vicinity, Tonto. He was seen by some of the people over in Red Rock. That's right. He was heading this way. Ah, Maybe he'll go into mountains. If he did, it's going to be hard to find him. (laughs) It'll take a long time to cover those gold hills. That's right. The matter was Silver. Maybe him wants saddle off for night. What's the matter, boy? Me here hoofbeats. So do I. Young fella think we crooked. Maybe send lawmen this way. They're coming this way, all right, and they're coming fast. Here, dump this water on the fire you started while I untie the horses. Uh, steady, it. Silver. Steady, boy. Mm-hmm. we got. Everyone around here is jittery and nervous because of Blue Eagle's men. They're likely to shoot fast. Uh, fire out now. Come on, Entaro. Bottle up. we get away from here. Uh, you ready. <coughs> Pull Silver. Get him up. Come.
3: Gone, there's no use chasing them two any further. They're plumb out oh, of shape. Golly, Mr. Dobie, I never saw no one travel like those two. Well, I never seen a horse with a stride like that white one. How about you, Slicky?
1: We'd need better mounts than we have to overtake him. Are you sure that man was masked, Bob? Oh, dead sure.
3: I got a real good look at him when he was
1: near our house. Well, we may as well turn back. It's
3: past bedtime.
1: You and the boy and Parsons go back, Doby.
3: Where are you going? Oh,
4: aren't you going to ride right back to town with us?
1: No, I think I'll cut over to the south and make a few inquiries about that masked man. I know a couple of men over that way that might be of help. I'll be in town tomorrow. I'll see you then.
3: Well, shoot yourself. Come on, Bob, Sam. Here, boy. Get
1: up. Get up.
2: Slotkin didn't say that the man upon whom he intended to call was an individual named Larrabee. It'll be a cinch, Larrabee. I don't know how much gold is in that chest, but
1: it's plenty. And no lawman around? <laughs> and unless you can call old Hank Doby a lawman. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> He's wearing a deputy's badge, but the nearest real lawman is the sheriff over in Poker City. Uh, how long is that gold going to be in the stage office? There's no stage to come in until next
6: week. Right, fine. That'll give me a chance to get some of the boys together. Where are they? Spread out to lie low after that last job. But I can get them
1: together in no time. Good. Just be careful of one thing. What's that? The lone rangers in this vicinity. Now, hold on. Why did not you see that in the first place? <laughs> it's all right. Toby thinks he's an outlaw because he's wearing a mask. I just told you, because you've got to be careful. When you get the men lined up, be sure you get enough to handle the Lone Ranger.
2: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments... Continue our story. It was two days later when one of Larrabee's gunmen rode up to the shack where the leader of the gang had made his home.
7: Oh, ho, ho, ho,
2: ho, Hey, Larrabee, come on out. Hi
7: there, Jake. How much ground were you we able to cover since yesterday? Uh, plenty. I got all six of the boys lined up to take over the town. Good. But you and me, that'll give us eight. Slotkin'll make nine. Yeah, we can't count on
6: Slotkin. He's got to keep in the background on his job.
7: I don't see why. He's going to split the gold along with the rest of us. He ought to split the rest. Use your head, Jake. Slotkin's
6: got to keep up the pose as a mine owner up in the hills that comes in every so often for supplies. That's how he gets a line on when there'll be some gold in the station. That's so. This is our first job on this new setup. But I don't want it to be the last.
7: Yeah, we'll have more than eight men now. I was going to tell you before you stopped me. Hey, what's that? Well, I lined up two more men while I was up in the hill. You did? Who? I don't know, but they're good men. I can vouch for that. They wear their guns tied low like real gunslingers. (laughs) That don't always mean much. Those two are hiding out from the law already. The ones a redskin. What's the other? He's a white man. I couldn't see much of his face. He wore a mask. A mask, you say? Yeah. He was asking if I knew a crook by the name of Drexel. I reckon he wanted to team up with him. You jug-headed galoot. That's a man Slotkin told us we'd have to look out for. What? He's no outlaw. He's a lone ranger. A lone ranger? How much did you tell him? How
6: much does he know about our plans? Why?
7: Well, gosh, I, I reckon I told him the uh, same uh, as I told the others. I told him we'd hit town tomorrow noon just before the stages do. What else did you tell him? Well, I told him to meet us in town at the cafe just before noon. Of all the idle-headed goats. But, Larrabee, how was I to know?
6: It's too late now for us to reach all the men again to change the plans.
7: Yeah, we could never reach them all in time. If we postpone it, it'll be too late. Can't we just gun this lone ranger when he comes into the cafe? Shut up and
6: let me think.
7: Yeah, sure.
6: You know there's nine men aiming to read the stage office. Only thing we can do is to have something planned that he don't know. If we could have 18 or 20 men have a surprise for him, that might do it. Where are we going to get that many? Wait. I got it. Huh? I know where to find Blue Eagle. He's got 20 or 25 Apaches with him.
7: But if we're going to split with that We many... don't.
6: Leave that to me. Blue Eagle will settle for everything in town except the gold. He'll jump at the chance to clean out the cafes. Now, you stay here, Jake, and keep out of trouble. I'm buying your horse to get
4: Blue Eagle. <laughs> Steady, that boy. Get out there. Come
3: on.
2: In the meantime, Bob enjoyed the importance his discovery of the masked man had given him. He was in the office of the stage line with Hank Doby who, in his position as deputy sheriff, had directed a manhunt during the past two days.
3: Uh, and we got nowhere. Can't find hiding nor hair of that masked man who's in I've
1: been riding around the country myself, Mr. Doby, and I couldn't find anything of
3: them. How about you, Slotty?
1: I've done all I can, Doby. Can't afford to spend any more time in town helping the law. I've got to get back to my claim.
3: Yeah, I expect you have. <coughs> hey, look, the
1: masked man. Take it easy. I'll show you, Walt.
3: Got along. With How's her. he here. By Sunday, you're under arrest. I'm a deputy sheriff. That's
5: who I want. Put that man under arrest, deputy? Mr. Slotkin. Well, that's what he's calling himself. That's
3: his name.
5: How long has he been around here? So you're going to play that old
1: game, huh? Going to try to put yourself in solid with the law by making believe I'm a wanted
5: man. Sheriff, sure how long has this man been around here? Who?
1: Sheriff,
3: <laughs> where? Uh, oh, me, yes. Uh. <laughs> oh, sheriff, eh? <huh? laughs> well, Mr. Slatkin's instead of gold, came up in the hills. He staked it out about a month ago.
5: Just after he got away from the law in San Pedro County. Dobie, his name is Drexel. You collect a $500 reward when you turn him over to the sheriff in San Pedro.
4: $500?
5: Don't you believe him, Dobie? Furthermore, he's organized an attempt to steal the gold from this office. Don't believe him. His pal is a man named Larrabee. Well, then a half a dozen gunslingers will be here at noon tomorrow. You'd better be ready to defend your gold.
1: That masked man's a crook. He's the one, I tell you. He's got to be. Otherwise, how did he you know what's being planned?
5: I know, because one of Larrabee's men asked me to join up with the gang.
3: Hey, Mr. Dovey. That's Indian meaning enough. Say uh, send a sled to me if what this man says is true. not, old. I'll tell you. Well, I've got a room in this here station where I can keep a prisoner when I get
5: one. Then hold this man until you prove what I've said. You can't arrest me. Yeah, yeah, I don't
3: see where there would be any harm done by holding
5: you. What is it, Toto? Uh, we got plenty news. What is it?
3: That Indian's in cahoots with this be man. Be quiet. Think... Me keep eye on Jake. Me follow him. Yes? Uh, who's
5: Jake? One of the gang I told you about. The one who asked me to help steal your gold.
3: Him go to Larrabee's house. Talk there. Yes? Me hear him be no, you Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger? Sleep in the morning. Is that who you are? Don't you believe? You'll me. get over against that horse, like King, uh, Drexel, whichever your name is. Take his dead, Bob. You bet. Gee. Well, by Cinder, I know who to believe. Drexel, you were under
5: arrest. How did Larrabee know who I was, Toto? I me mean not know. What did he do? Uh, him ride plenty fast. Him say, plan big surprise. Him go get Blue Eagle and Apaches. Blue Eagle? You mean
3: to say them Apaches are going to help steal the gold? Apaches loot whole town. Maybe kill
5: everyone. Dolby, how many men can you count on to fight? Well, oh, you can count on me. Yeah, we got
3: only nine to ten, everybody, men in the whole blame town. And counting women and kids, we can get maybe 20, 22 guns.
5: You need more than that if Blue Eagle's in on the raid? <laughs> the telegraph only ran to San Pedro instead of East. Telegraph? What telegraph?
3: Why oh, the new one, the company's stringing beyond Red Rock.
5: Dolby... Get what men you can and be ready to fight at noon tomorrow. But against
3: Blue Eagle and the Savages?
5: Yes, do the best you can. Meanwhile, keep that man locked up. You heard that,
3: Victor? Get into that room in the rear. Come
5: on, Tonto. I want to talk to you. Hey, where you going? Where are you going? Now, listen, Toby. You've got me all we'll wrong. We'll see
3: right? about that later on. Meanwhile, you get back where I showed you so I can keep you out of circulation.
2: The Lone Ranger rode at top speed until he left the town. Then he dropped Silver into a steady, ground-covering lope to cover a maximum of ground with a minimum of exertion. He rode until sundown. Then paused for Silver to take a brief rest before continuing on his way. It was dark when he reined up in front of a construction camp where men had been working to string the wires of Western Union. Oh, Silver, boy! Oh, steady, easy, big fella.
5: Easy now. Have you tested the line this far? What's it to you? This is a stick-up. You're in the wrong place. We got no cash. This is no holdup. I've got to use that line. Listen to him talk. I'm ready to back my request if I have to. Hey, what the Sam Hill? Put that gun down, mister. You have a station in Crawford City. I've got to talk to the man on duty. He's got to take a message to Colonel Grayson at Fort Crawford. Now
3: then, mister, drop that gun. I'm holding the shotgun in. You drop it or I'll blow your head
5: off. That's it, Sam. I'll take this gun. Just a minute. I told you I was ready to back my request. Here's what I meant. <laughs>
3: Smash the shotgun to smithereens.
5: Well, we'll see what Western Union can do.
2: The tiny cafe, which rarely had more than two or three customers at one time, was nearly crowded at noon when Larrabee's gunmen met. Now, boys, I thought we might
6: get this job done without no gunplay, but I'm afraid that's out of the question. We're moving on the express office, and i got a pretty good hunch we'll find the place packed with opposition. There there if there's a case, duck for cover and open fire. The Redskins will do the rest. Is that clear? Right. Yeah, All right, come on.
7: There's Hank Dovey in the doorway. i yes, uh, got the old <laughs> Hey, you missed. Stop, boys, stop. That's it, boys. Duck for cover. Them critters want to fight, and they'll sure get it when the
2: engines come.
4: Meanwhile, let them have it with all you got.
2: Barraby's men were soon out of sight in the shelter of wagons, barrels, and buildings. But They kept up an intense fire through the flimsy door and the shattered windows of Hank Doby's station, where less than a dozen men had been assembled.
3: Keep up the shooting, boys! We'll send them off. Oh, the stunts had only show themselves. Oh, Bob, Ted, ready to keep down out of sight. You got no business being here. I can fire a gun as good as anyone. There goes another windy. The last one. i oh, That does it. That lickish. There they come. Look at them. Keep firing, boys! Now you're fighting for more than the gold. You're fighting for your town and your family. Hey, look, they got firebrands. They're coming right past. Pour a letter on them. Throw the firebrands. They're falling on the fort. They set fire to the place. Oh, where's that mess, man? There's that Lone Ranger. i just sure you would do something. Get water. Get those firebrands out. Be careful when you throw the water. Don't show yourselves and them crooks across the road will get you.
2: While gunfire kept up on both sides of the street, Blue Eagle and his Indians prepared for another dash to throw more flaming torches on the besieged station. They're getting together down at the edge of town.
3: This can't go on much longer. We got no more water to toss on the fire. Here they come.
2: Blue Eagle and his savages began another charge. But this time, as they neared the station with their flaming torches, a new sound broke above the gunfire. Bugle. Hard-riding troopers dashed to meet Blue Eagle's men, and with a leader rode a masked man.
4: Monterey.
2: Sabers flashed in the noonday sun while the blue coats met the Redskins hand-to-hand. The masked man led a small detachment to correl the men with Larrabee. We want you too, Jake. I hey, don't shoot. I surrender. There's
3: Larrabee. Get him. We'll have the all. <laughs> Well, there they are, Joe. You got the gold aboard your stage. Now, lair up them horses. And don't worry about our outlaws or engines, because we got them all cleaned out, including Blue Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, Mr. Toby.
4: I sure came close to not having that gold. Why, well, if it hadn't been for the army.
5: Here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the prisoner's
3: in custody. We'll deliver them to the county seat. see <laughs> Colonel. It'll be fine.
5: I'm told that rewards are to be made payable to uh, your young friend here.
4: Oh, me? Oh, gosh. It seems to me that ought to go to you and the troopers, Colonel. Well, if you hadn't come in when you did, the whole town would have been gone.
5: You can thank that masked man over there for anything we did. He sent us word about Blue Eagle by the new telegraph.
4: Telegraph?
3: There, you see, Mr. Doby? I I told you it was a great thing. <laughs> you fangled can touch it wouldn't have been a doggone thing without the right man to send the message at the right time. That's right, a man like the Lone Ranger. I <laughs>